Welcome to the first official episode of Music As We See It. Today, we're going to be talking about Christian's favorite artist, John Mayer. I'm Clayton. And I'm Christian. And we're going to be crushing it today. So Christian, how excited are you to be talking about John Mayer in front of all tens of people that are going to listen to this? All tens of people, yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, I think he's he's my favorite uh, current artist, and I feel like he's misrepresented. So for the ten of you listening, I hope you get a better clarification of what's going on. Yes, sir. So uh, the plan for this episode and for episodes to come is we're going to be talking just about, I think, and we, we said this in our teaser, I think we just want to, we're not going to like stick to a very specific formula, uh, but we're just going to talk about pieces of music that we like, that we enjoy, and pieces that are like kind of impactful for um, the culture that we're living in. So to open it up, uh, we're going to just go with Christian's favorite artist, his passion here. Uh, we're going to talk about it, and we're going to kind of come at it from the, the, the fact that Christian is a John Mayer expert, and I know very little about John Mayer. I listened to one of his albums in preparation for this, but um, other than that, I don't really know much about John Mayer. Um, so maybe you're in my shoes and you don't know much about John Mayer, and this will be a good podcast for you to listen to, a good episode for you to listen to, and you might be inspired to listen to some of his music. Or maybe you're in the shoes of Christian and you're a John Mayer fanatic, <laughs> and you'll just be nodding your head and agreeing with everything he says. Or maybe you just hate John Mayer, which, I don't know, maybe... Taylor Swift fans. Yeah, I guess (laughs) Taylor Swift fans. So if if you're a T-Swift fan and you hate John Mayer, um, still listen. We don't want your business, Joe. um, (laughs) Yeah, well, maybe we we still need to get on the same page on that one, but... um, (laughs) um, Yeah, so listen or don't, you know, whatever. It's a free world. You can do whatever you want. Right. Is it though? Just kidding. Different. Oh, yeah. That's a different conversation. Money, money isn't real, right? <laughs> the government's. Yeah, okay. Anyways, so, John Mayer. So, I think the good place to start is where everything starts. How did you start listening to John Mayer? What was what, what did that look like for you? Uh, I started listening to John Mayer in, in high school uh, because I had just gone through this like phase where I was listening to a lot of, of classic rock and roll. And I was hanging out with people that, you know, listen to the same music. We all skateboarded together, as, as oh, cliche as that sounds. Yeah. Um, they all did drugs. I didn't. Um, but that's different. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but like, they, they all listened to music I respected and, and I thought was, like, real music, quote-unquote. Yeah. And so they were listening to, to John Mayer one day, and after I got done making fun of them, they're like, they're like, you need to, you need to like watch his live music. Yeah. It's like, okay, whatever you say. And so I watched a, a live, um, his live album, and that's when I started, like, really listening to him. And, yeah. And once you, once you get past the, the pretty boy that dated, Taylor Swift and Katy Perry, and and this like, person that was all in the media. Once you get past that and listen to his music, um you find that it's it's very complex music it's very complex mm-hmm. lyrics it's very clever lyrics um yeah and he's he's just super talented and, and yeah. a lot of people don't realize that and so that's that's how i started listening to him and that's that it just kind of grew from there okay yeah so a couple follow-up questions to that so you said you listened, started listening to him in high school right mm-hmm. okay so high school for us i it was like freshman year 
What when do you? That oh. that was sophomore year, so, so that was so like, like 2013. 2013. Yeah. So, uh, a bulk of John Mayer's discography is happens before 2013, right? Because he's only yeah, yeah. He released yeah. he released one album in 2013, right? And then he's released only one other album since. And then, so a lot, a lot of like his his work is oh, yeah. much older than that. So, um, for you as as a listener, and this this can kind of apply to anyone, because sometimes you stumble across an artist that you love, and they've already got you know fifteen years of work, and you have like a backlog of just like music to get into. So, how was that for you? Like just going back and like catching yourself up on the John Mayer. Was it like a gradual process? Or did you sit down and why not just listen to everything? Hmm. For me, it was it was different because like if you go and like listen to, let's say, say I hear of like Chance the Rapper for mm. the first time. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do is obviously I'm gonna listen to his new music and be like, okay, that's great. So then I'm gonna go back and and listen and I think most people find this like problem or this like little. Um, incident is like you go back and and one of two things happens when you go back either either you don't like who they originally were or you like them even more it's like one of two things but with with John Mayer is a little different because the first thing I heard of him was his live music and okay. and for people if you don't know um, his live his live concerts are way different than the album just because almost Every every song has some type of improv uh, guitar solo in his live performances. Yeah. It's a lot more. There's a lot more meat to it, um, and so it's. I started listening to that, and so what I would do is I would just go on YouTube and like look up live concerts and stuff. It wasn't really until like a couple months that I started listening to his his studio albums. Yeah. And and it was like a totally different experience. It's almost like a completely different artist. And if yeah. you look like listen through John Mayer's stuff. Um, I think that's like a theme you'll find is like just he like reinvents himself and so so for me it wasn't even like I'm going back and it, it wasn't even like going back it was going almost to something different yeah. uh, even though it was the same person but um, I, I'm glad I listened to his life stuff first because it helped me uh, open up to to the complexity of his studio music even though the solos yeah. aren't as heavy and stuff like that uh-huh. just the basic progressions of the songs and, and the lyrics and stuff uh, that was a really important step for me yeah but uh, I think I think it's super important like if you like if you get hooked on an artist like just go back and listen to their first stuff and yeah. and like continue um, from there because like who they were at the start is a lot of a lot of people aren't even close like between when they start their career oh, yeah, and end for sure. it's not even close different sounds entirely yeah, yeah. I think, uh, not that I'm the biggest Kanye fan in the world, but I think a couple of years ago, I, like I... We talk about Kanye a lot on this. Yeah. We did two episodes, and he comes yeah, up I, I don't know. <laughs> um, but, so I remember, I, I might have mentioned this last time, I don't even remember, but Speaking basically... Speaking of Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> um, it was like my sophomore year, for whatever reason, I was just like, I only listened to like The Life of Pablo off of... Kanye's all of his albums and like I was just like you know what I'm gonna listen to all of Kanye's discography which is a substantial amount he's got like right. seven or eight albums um maybe not seven or eight maybe like six or seven I don't know but and like that was something 
that was very rare for me just to like literally like I just like the only music I listened to for like the next like two weeks was just like I like it started with his first album I think it was a dropout and I just like listened to all the way through each of his albums like back to back to back which is something I, I, I never do like normally when I listen to an artist so like like you said you kind of like listen to the live stuff and like then you kind of like went back and started enjoying some of the studio stuff and like it you almost kind of have to like I think sink into the music mm-hmm. and like get used to it because like if I just if I listen to like an album front to back the first time like I don't even even if it's an artist I love um, I almost feel like like th- that was just like the icebreaker and like and then mm-hmm. I can start enjoying it the second time almost so but yeah it, uh, I mean I, I get it's, it's quite a, a lengthy undertaking to like really like hear an artist you love and like mm-hmm. go back and like start to appreciate it's kind of daunting yeah, you kind of like I've I've tried to do it with a couple other artists, and especially with like rap music particularly, yeah. because not only do you have like studio albums, then you go back to like yeah, when they were releasing yeah. mixtapes and stuff. Like a lot of people don't realize that that like uh, Logic Logic had like oh yeah four mixtapes before he ever released an album, and so you go back through those. I mean, it's just like listen. Well, I mean, this is kind of off topic, but like just listening to new music in general. I mean, it it almost takes effort, right? Unless yeah. you're just passively listening to something on the radio or yeah. something. Like, you have to, like, to, like, really sit down and, like, say, like, oh, I'm going to listen to this to understand who this artist is. Like, it, it takes effort. Like, you have to... That's why, that's why nobody studies to new music. Yeah. Nobody ever studies. And if you do, stop, because you're not studying correctly. <laughs> because, like, you, you have to... It's it's a distraction to try to listen to new music when yeah. you're doing other stuff because you have you like to you have to it attention. forces you to pay attention. Yeah. So, yeah. I if you're gonna study with music, just get something without vocals, some like ambient. That's like well, I probably shouldn't do that because I fall asleep. I I like <laughs> I turn on like a ten hour YouTube video that has just like it's just like chords that like it's one C well. note just, just, just for ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So the next thing I was curious about so. Uh, people who know you, Christian, know that you enjoy playing the guitar. That's you know a bit of a hobby of yours, a bit of a passion. Yeah. Um, so, w- did you start playing and getting into music before or after John Mayer? Uh, I got into music before John Mayer, but that definitely. I guess before you started listening to John Mayer. Well, yeah. That. Um, <laughs> no, I started playing music. I didn't. I didn't start playing guitar until after I started listening to John Mayer. So, was there any? Do you think there was any influence there? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Well, I wanted to be John Mayer. I mean, okay. like, yeah, I still do to <laughs> a degree. Like, he's yeah. he's super intriguing guy. Um, but, like, um, I started, not only was John Mayer a huge influence, but, but when I started researching into his influencers and started listening to people like, I was already listening to a lot of Jimi Hendrix, um, okay. just because of my classic rock phase. But then, then getting into people like Stevie <coughs> Stevie Ray Vaughan, who's one of the greatest guitarists ever. Like just listening to that, yeah. and like taking that all in, and trying to reproduce it myself was was a huge step. And and that's that's really just how I learned how to play guitar was was reproducing what people had already done. Yeah, doing that. And playing all different kinds of music, you learn a lot of different skills that that you can then use in your own writing and whatever. And so, so he's he's still an influence. A lot of the acoustic stuff I play, um, even when I'm writing music, a lot of it has a lot of his influences and stuff. Yeah, that's even that's kind of like taking it to the next step when you're like 
studying an artist or like listening to an artist is like listening and studying the artist that influenced them. Yeah. Like that's just like, I mean, I mean, I guess it's kind of what you what you like if you're really trying to emulate someone. Mm-hmm. So it, not only did you enjoy John Mayer's music, but you like you said you wanted to be him in a way. So you wanted to be, you know, um, you wanted to create something like John Mayer had created. So like you, I, I yeah. what what I'm gathering from what you said is. So John Mayer created an experience for you, and so in turn you kind of wanted to create that similar experience for someone else. Is that is that too much to say to pull from that? Uh, I mean, it may sound selfish, but I wanted to create that experience for myself. I okay. wanted to be able to to play something and then say to myself, "That's pretty close. Like that's yeah. pretty close." Because because subjectively, um, I. I obviously love John Mayer, but objectively, like, just from an outside view, he's he's one of the most well-respected guitarists alive right now. Yeah. Um, he's, you know, in most people's top 10 or 15, you know, greatest guitarists of, of like, now. And so so if I, if I could play something that he wrote and played, and I could say, that's pretty close, that means that I'm getting somewhere my own. Yeah. Uh, playing ability and so I wanted to create that experience for myself to be able to hear it and say wow like yeah. that's that's pretty that's pretty close like that sounds good it's an edifying so, experience for you yeah gotcha okay and I mean a, a perk of playing guitar is being able to you know play with people and play yeah. two people and stuff like that that's you know um, anytime anytime like as a musician you can I don't know. There's there's a look that people have, like whenever you're playing music, and um, it's just like, you know, there's there's this look that somebody appreciates your talent, yeah. or somebody appreciates like what you're doing, and that that's that's the coolest experience, um, just from a musician standpoint of of, it's not so much like oh I can do this, but it's like the fact that you recognize that that this is something that's hard to do like that's it's kind of a cool thing yeah so but yeah yeah and I think that's like one of the great things about um I think just understanding how music affects us um cause John Mayer created something and it's inspired you to in turn create something so you, you decided to pick up guitar and start you know playing music with the guitar um and as a turn you know you have I mean last year me and you were in a group band together, um, so we we played, you know Thursday nights, Thursday night crew in nice. front of hundred college students every week. I mean, and it, the music was nothing like John Mayer music really, um, maybe not nothing like it, but you know it's you know we're we're playing corporate worship songs um, for like you know people to sing along to. It's it's quite a different way, but like. In a sense, you know that that skill, that ability you picked up um, yeah, from from the way that you were inspired by John Mayer allowed you to play for and inspire other people in a different way. Because um, you know your faith is obviously something that's incredibly important to you. Yeah, um, me too. But uh, so I, I, I just think that's really cool. How you know that, that even though I mean John Mayer isn't necessarily you know. By um, any means, a spiritual or a, a Christian person, <laughs> yeah. you know the the music is is still able to, you know, music kind of, you know, it just music is touch. very universal. <coughs> uh, excuse me, yeah, 
No, I think that's really cool. Um, so, thinking more about like going into like more of his his music, his specific songs and discography, uh, just what's maybe an album or a song that just really stands out to you? Uh, that's uh, it's tough because the first. I don't know the the first song I really like tried to play. Clayton's <laughs> filling up his water bottle. <laughs> uh, the first song I tried to play was an acoustic song called um, uh, "Stop This Train," which is a song about uh, life and and stop this train is is symbolic for just life moving along and you yeah. can't. You can't stop life, and it goes through about him growing up, and it's different stuff like that. But it's got a really cool uh, guitar part, um, and so that that was the first time that I learned a song, and was like, I'm I'm pretty good at guitar. Like I I can <laughs> yeah. do this. Like I'm yeah. not I'm not faking it. Like I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And so that was that was pretty big. But I can't even. I just love John Mayer, man. Like I can't even point to like a specific. Yeah album or, or song or anything it's just all it's all been such a different experience like from one album to another and yeah. like following his career um so I can't even I don't know like I mean universally continuum that he released in 2006 yeah. and it won a couple Grammys like that's that's probably his best composed album from yeah. start from start to finish it's genius like from from waiting on the world to change down until um I think the last song it is on it is I'm gonna find another you. I don't. I'm gonna look that up. Fact check it. Cause I <laughs> fact check. So that was that was off the top of the head. Uh, what comes up? Uh, it is. It is song nice. number twelve. Um, fact check. That's the extent of my obsession, right there. Uh, but that I mean that album was it was genius from start yeah. to finish. Um, and so that's I mean that's probably my my favorite. Um, and it's probably considered his his best, you know, composition. But so, like you say, it's it's genius, right? Can you, so like for for me, or for someone who doesn't really understand or hasn't listened to all of John Mayer's songs, like what? Just just pull out like a couple things that unpack that statement a little bit. Uh, well, that's a little question. I mean, so so whenever whenever you refer to the, like or whenever I refer to it as a, a musical uh, artist as genius, I think I think the the biggest thing is is quality of of lyrics, quality of of musicianship is probably the the biggest things, and and the lyrics throughout the song or throughout the album are unbelievable from song to song now not every song's related or anything like that like it doesn't it's not an album that tells a story or anything but somehow he he figured out how to thematically piece it together and it's it's just super cool the way it flows but yeah i mean genius from song to song like so (coughs) i mean whenever whenever you're you're writing a song it's very it's very hard to be original yeah. Like there's been so much music produced and and you're you're subconsciously influenced by so much music that it's Absolutely. hard to be like very original and and you just he he finds a way to to make music like there's there's 
never been. Like it's yeah. it's awesome, and the complexity of of the chord progressions is genius. The mm. the chords he uses, period, are genius. Like, yeah. um, you know, if if you don't know music or music theory or anything like that, it's it, you know, you have like say you have a basic G chord, which is which is basically just three notes uh-huh. that you play simultaneously that that end up being a G chord. Yeah. Well. You have you have so many inversions. You have uh, diminished, non-diminished. You have uh, fifths, sixths, sevenths, eighths, ninths of chords. Like you have all this kind of stuff that can go in yeah. into um, putting a variation in that chord. Yeah. And so whenever you're compiling, uh, you know, music to to turn into a song, to to be able to figure out the way that those things work together perfectly um, and fit like what you're trying to do is. Is, is part of what makes him so great, and it's the the chords he's able to play. Because it's one thing, and and it's one thing to have the knowledge, but it's then another thing to actually perform it. And mm. he's he's both. Um, and so, I mean, I guess genius is just his musicianship, his lyricism, the production for yeah. you know for you know the album was made. It was made in two thousand five, and then released in two thousand six, and the production levels are incredible. Yeah. So. So it really, really stood out. Um, just got. I mean, it sounds like the whole album, you know, just really, really yeah. well. It's clean, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so I want to want to talk to you a little bit also about his live performances because you know earlier you said that that was kind of like how you got into it mm-hmm. and live performances. If you so, don't like John Mayer or you don't listen to him, just YouTube him his live concerts. It's yeah. incredible. So. From your well, first of all, first question. You should pay me for this. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) John Mayer, you owe us big time. He gains eight new Uh, new followers. (laughs) That's right, buddy. You you better be thankful too. Um, Have you ever got to see him live? I did. Really? How was that? I saw him on his so the album he released in 2017, "Search for Everything." (coughs) When he went on his world tour for that, I saw him in Cincinnati at Riverbend. It was magical. It was magical. It was like a a pilgrimage back home. <laughs> like that's the, <laughs> that's the only way I'm I can explain home, it. Coming home, puppy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the only way I can explain it is like a pilgrimage in my music career. Did you cry? I did not cry. I was <laughs> I was with other people. <laughs> if I had been alone, I would have cried. <laughs> Sometimes when I watch the videos back, I might tear up. But yeah. No, I'm kidding. But no, it was um it was unbelievable. It wasn't. He's he's incredible life. Yeah. He's incredible life. So, um, what 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 do you think about it is about his live performances? Because obviously, you know, we just talked about Continuum and how it's just this masterpiece of an album and it's great. Uh, without discounting studio albums, what do you think about his live performances make them so good? It's the one his songs, the way he writes music. And the way he can tell a story in a song is very um, audience friendly. So yeah. it, it feels very personal. Like even though you're one of, you know, fifteen thousand, like yeah. it's it feels very personal. Like it's it's really cool how he does it. Um, but other than like just the songs, like the the improv of like guitar solos and stuff is unmatched. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, every every song has a, you know minute and a half two three four five minute long solo in it yeah. like he he takes that time to 
not really show off, but it's like it's just an added experience yeah, of, of listening to that music. It's it's, it's awesome. like bonus content. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, the the concert was like. I think it was like three hours, three and a half hours long. Oh my gosh. Of just him, yeah. yeah. He probably played 16 to 20 songs. Yeah. Like it was it was awesome. And I think, I mean, I'm sure if you talk to any any band who like does tours and live shows, like they're obviously going to say like their live shows are different. You know, it's, and it's for that, I think it's for that reason because there's like a certain level of extra connection, mm-hmm. you know, because those people in their physical bodies and you know their instruments are right there and you're right there with them and like you're sharing the music so like I mean even if just live shows in general it's just like you, you provide this connection I think John Mayer he probably um, his, his shows are probably like you know special to him and his viewers because like it's like not only do you get like that really because I, I think for studio albums to a certain point you kind of just gotta like you know there's a reason there's not five minute guitar yeah. solos in the middle of each show, song because like you know it's for an album you want it you right. want it to be right you know, but I, I think also for the live shows, where this it is just like you know that live show that exists for that three hours and then it's gone. Yeah. You know, like obviously people record it in YouTube, but like and, in and a it, sense that experience is exclusive. To the and another there. cool thing about him is he he talks a lot about like writing open songs, and so what that means is just basically like there's there's <coughs> space within the song mm. to maneuver. Yeah. So like he writes he writes a song. You know, in in like let's say slow dancing in a burning room in in this you know the album version, there's you know a, a 25 second guitar solo just like yeah. thrown in there, but the the way he writes music is he leaves like these opportunities and these spaces yeah. in the studio version, so that way when he goes and plays it live, he doesn't have to manipulate the yeah. song. It's built in to have that long expand. solo that he can expand and it still feels like yeah. naturally and organically in the song. And I, I really like. I mean, that's that's again, that's just something about music that I just love, is because just because there's an artist has made one version of a of a musical piece that they have released on an album, doesn't mean that's the only way that piece can be enjoyed. Right. You know, because that's where remixes and covers and everything comes in. Even like artists themselves mm-hmm. going back and doing this, because you know, an art, every time an artist does a show or a song live, like it's gonna be a little bit different, yeah. right? No matter what, you can't so. I think that's that's just a great thing about like the musical experience. Um, so we're kind of coming to the end of our time here. Um, I think we've really gotten to see your passion and how much you enjoy John Mayer. I think that's really cool. So why don't we leave with if if, if there's people who are listening right now who haven't really listened to John Mayer, like what what would you encourage like? Give, give us a starting point. Like, what we, what would you say for the for the uninitiated? What would you what would you tell us to do? I would I would say listen to. See, I would say listen to if you could listen to um, Gravity from Continuum. If you can listen to Slow Dancing in a Burning Room from Continuum. If you can listen to Neon from Room for Squares. Um, and then like, um, love on the weekend from the search for everything. Like, I just, I mean, honestly, like, I don't know. Apple Music does a thing where, well, I mean, Spotify has it too. Like, an essentials playlist. Like, oh, yeah. Just start there. I think that's a good starting point for any, for any like 
new artists that you're trying to get into. Um, but I would I would look up. I would just go to YouTube and look yeah. up live videos. It's a live video uh, because yeah. he's in, he's incredible. And so um, and the cool thing about John Mayer is his music is very transcendent on different genres and yeah. it does, he doesn't really fit the mold of anything particularly. Yeah. Um, just like you know somebody, <coughs> um, what's his name? Uh, Sean Mendez. Sean oh, Mendez. Yeah. Has has worked with and under John Mayer for like five years, and now he's kind of coming into his own. And you Dude, can I love Shawn Mendes. Yeah, Shawn Mendes is awesome. He's super but like, poppy, but oh my gosh. yeah, the he's you know he's he's gone from from kind of like same thing like a more just singer songwriter. Now he's getting more into like the pop music and and like you know culture influenced music. Yeah. But like uh, it's just it just goes to show like the so. You know, John has a very wide variety, and so if you don't like if you don't like the the folky acoustic stuff he does, listen to the the more poppy stuff that he's coming up with now. It's it's cool. Yeah. Well, that's great. So that was our discussion on John Mayer. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Yeah. We'll catch you. Uh, I don't know about next week, but <laughs> next time we have time, because this episode in theory was supposed to happen a month and a half ago, but. A month, probably a month ago, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. For those of you that did, uh, we appreciate you and your ears and your streams. More content to come. More, yes, more content to come. We'll be talking more about our favorite artists and maybe even your f- favorite artists in the future. All right. Peace. We'll catch you guys. Bye.